This week's family Bible story is a catechism story touching the hem of Jesus' garment, the woman with the flow of blood from Luke 8, 40 through 56, and also the raising of Jairus' daughter to life again. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This is a catechism story for the sacrament of the altar, and it especially highlights for us a number of features from the sacrament of the altar as illustrated by this particular narrative. The first feature it highlights is the power of Christ's word to give the miracles and the blessings of his death and resurrection to us. Secondly, and very important for an understanding of the sacraments, in the healing of the woman with the flow of blood, the cleansing and saving power of Jesus went out through the earthly element of his garment and brought healing to this woman who was unclean with this 12-year flow of blood. So we think about how ordinary water in the case of baptism, ordinary bread and wine in the case of the Lord's Supper become earthly vehicles, instruments, through which, in the case of the Lord's Supper, Christ's true body and blood are communicated to us, together with all of the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation in Jesus' name. Which leads us to the third component in this particular narrative from the Gospels, and that is the role that faith plays to receive these things. So in the case of Jairus who came to Jesus, he came believing in Jesus. His daughter was on the brink of death and died. Jesus tells him, only believe. Faith has as its object Christ and his word. We also see the faith in the woman with the flow of blood. She out of the strength of faith in Jesus, dares to touch his garment, and she is made well. In the Catechism under the Sacrament of the Altar, this particular narrative certainly highlights the power of Jesus' word to give us his body and blood. It is his true body and blood under the bread and wine instituted by Christ himself for us Christians to eat and to drink. We also see from the catechism illustrated by this narrative, the words of Jesus given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Those words are repeated by Luther in his catechism explanation because they so clearly proclaim the gospel. They are what give the bread and the wine, which become Jesus' body and blood, the power to forgive sin and to give us life and salvation. It's not the act of eating and drinking that does these things, but those words given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, and those words then become the object of faith as well. So who receives this sacrament worthily, fasting and bodily preparation are certainly fine outward training, but that person is truly worthy and well prepared who has faith in these words given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. But anyone who does not believe these words or doubts them is unworthy and unprepared for the words for you require all hearts to believe. And so 
Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, received the blessing of forgiveness and new life for his child by faith. The woman with the flow of blood was justified by faith. She received the blessings of cleansing and forgiveness through the earthly element of Jesus' garment. So with that in mind, we can also use this story for praying and understanding worthy reception of the sacrament of the altar. So we might pray in this way from the Catechism Prayer Book, Heavenly Father, you teach us that fasting and bodily preparation are certainly fine outward training before receiving the Lord's Supper, but that we are truly worthy and well prepared if we have faith in these words given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Give us truly repentant faith that confessing our sins and trusting in the merits of Jesus alone, we might worthily receive his body and blood so that we find joy and comfort in Christ alone and also learn from him to love you and our neighbor. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So the reading is from Luke chapter 8, verses 40 through 56. So it was when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. Now a woman, having a flow of blood for twelve years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng you and press you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well. When he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John, and the father and mother of the girl. Now all wept and mourned for her. But he said, Do not weep. She is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all out, took her by the hand, and called, saying, Little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned, and she arose immediately. And he commanded that she be given something to eat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened.
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So what a wonderful set of miracles to accompany the sacrament of the altar. What is the benefit of this eating and drinking? These words given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins show us that in the sacrament, forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation are given us through these words. So Jesus perceives real power going out from him to this woman with the flow of blood. Her faith was in him, but the power was in Jesus, in his word and what he had done, and it is communicated through his garment. Notice how he acknowledges this, daughter, be of good cheer, your faith has made you well. When this woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. So she is confessing to him her uncleanness. When someone had leprosy, they were unable to participate in the worship life of the congregation, to engage in normal relationships with a husband, cut off from the fellowship of others. And so she confesses her sin, her uncleanness, that she is unworthy. But she also confesses her faith in Jesus, why she touched his garment, believing that his saving power would indeed cleanse and heal her. So that Jesus came into the world to make the uncleanness of our sin, sickness, and death his own in order to redeem us with his blood is illustrated in the fact that he allows himself to be touched by this woman. He became unclean for us and died for our sins in order that we might be declared clean and forgiven for Jesus' sake. And so at the end of that encounter, he dismisses this particular woman as if we're hearing the end of the dismissal at the Lord's Supper, go in peace. So we hear the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you steadfast in his word and faith. Go in peace. Finally, we have this poor Jairus whose daughter was ill and then has died. When they report this to Jairus, do not trouble the teacher anymore, he speaks of her death as if it is not death. So great is his power to save and to raise the dead. So you think about the benefits of the Lord's Supper, where there's forgiveness of sins, there is life and salvation. And so he says, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But he replies, do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. Believe in me. Trust in my words. And so he takes her by the hand. He touches the dead body of this little girl. And then he says, little girl, arise. Words of resurrection. So when we think about the Lord's Supper, how can bread and wine become the body and blood of Jesus? How can the Lord's Supper give us forgiveness of sins, eternal life and salvation? The word of Jesus creates the miracle of the Lord's Supper. It is just as much a miracle as the cleansing of this woman 
from her flow of blood and the raising of Jairus' daughter to life again. For by his word, he gives us all of the blessings of salvation that he earned for us in his death and resurrection. The power of Jesus then went out through his earthly garment to heal the woman with the flow of blood. And the divine word of Jesus that raised Jairus' daughter from the dead illustrate the truth of the catechism. How can bodily eating and drinking do such great things? Certainly not just eating and drinking do these things, but the words written here, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. These words, along with the bodily eating and drinking, are the main thing in the sacrament. Whoever believes these words has exactly what they say, forgiveness of sin. So Jesus' words to Jairus teach us that we are to approach the Lord's Supper in repentance, with faith in Jesus' word in the Lord's Supper. Do not be afraid. Only believe my promise of forgiveness of sins, life and salvation in my body and blood. And when we receive the Lord's Supper in this faith, we, like the woman who is cleansed, can be of good cheer and depart the Lord's Supper in the peace of sins forgiven and in the hope of the resurrection to eternal life. Isn't it lovely that this little girl was about 12 years of age and this woman with the flow of blood that had tormented her was for about 12 years. She had spent all of her livelihood for a cure, but there was no cure except in Jesus. So that 12-year period, we think about the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 apostles, the fullness of the ministry of word and sacrament that still brings these miracles of forgiveness, life, and salvation to us today. So what are our central thoughts? Number one, Jesus' saving power passed through his garment to heal the woman with the flow of blood, teaching us that Jesus' power is also given through the earthly elements of water, bread, and wine in the sacraments. Number two, the power of the sacraments comes from God's word alone. Number three, by Jesus' word, the little girl was raised from the dead. And number four, faith only believes the word of God. And by the word of God, Jesus' salvation is delivered to us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, the power of Jesus' salvation passed through his earthly garment and healed the woman of her flow of blood. And by a word of grace, he raised Jairus' little girl to new life and restored her to her parents. So grant us to believe with confidence that by your word, all the gifts of Jesus' salvation are indeed given to us through the ordinary earthly elements of water, bread, and wine in the holy sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.